Ayo, ayo, ayo. Welcome back to Fan the Flame podcast. I am your host, Scott Tilly. Thank you guys so much for bearing with me in this busy season. It's been two weeks. Wow, my beard is crazy. It's been two weeks since um, we've done a podcast, and I know some of you are reaching out wondering where the next episode is. And I hope after this one, you'll forgive me for taking two weeks off because I have a dynamite episode for you tonight. Um, tonight for me. Don't know what time it is when you'll be hearing this. Hopefully Tuesday morning and you're sharing it with multiple different people on multiple different platforms so that we can get the gospel out to everyone. I have had uh, so much fun doing this. I've had, um, you know, I missed it last two weeks. I, I've been in a place of just really, um, I don't like that term busyness because I feel like there's always more I could be doing. Um, but maybe laziness would be a better term for it. Um, but no, it's, it's been pretty wild. And so I'm thankful to get back on, thankful to share with you guys, thankful to encourage, to build up, to lift up the body. Uh, I have a word tonight, man, this has been on my heart lately and I'm going to probably go in a couple different directions and bring it back around Holy spirit willing and to see what the Lord has to say tonight. I was thinking about, um, the multifaceted wisdom of God and uh, we'll get to that in a moment, but before we do, I would ask, please, if you're listening to this, if you've stumbled across this, share it, like it, rate, subscribe, review, so um, that I can get your feedback, I can see what I need to work on, and most importantly, that Jesus Christ can be glorified through this platform. If you share this, that means somebody else will pick it up, and hopefully they share it. Um, I know that I have brothers and sisters in the faith that are constantly telling me, hey, I used your podcast for this this week. I used what you talked about the podcast. Uh, when you talked about this on the podcast, I used it for a sermon this week. Or guys, that excites me so much. Um, six hours away, seven hours away, people are using my stuff that the Lord has downloaded to me to preach to a congregation that they're leading. I love, love, love that. Um, that is how the body of Christ is supposed to work in unity, not discord. Um, God loves when his church works together in unity and doesn't belittle one another and doesn't be jealous of one another. Listen, if I have a gift, the best thing I can do is give it away because people may need what I have and I'm going to need what they have at some point in my life. So thankful for you guys. Thankful, thankful, thankful. Please keep sharing. Please keep liking. Please keep rating, reviewing, and emailing fantheflamepod at gmail.com. You can find this on any platform um, like Spotify, Apple, any of those. Um, again, the YouTube channel is Fan the Flame Podcast. Um, you can find it is there, uh, there as well. So without further ado, let's get rolling tonight. The manifold wisdom of God. What does it mean? What does it look like? As I was looking into this and I was thinking about this and kind of praying into this, the Lord began to show me certain things with his wisdom. It's it's multifaceted, right? It, it's, it's many different directions. It's wider, broader, more expansive, more intrusive, more deep than anything any human mind could ever even halfway scratch the su surface to perceive. But he gives us inside this inside view, this inside look of his wisdom. And how does he do that? Well, through creation, through teaching, through Holy Spirit, through prophecy, through all these things that the Bible is very direct on. So if you don't have a Bible and you don't know the word of God, then it's going to be really hard to figure out what God's wisdom looks like and how we apply it to our daily walk with him. And Oh, sorry. Another thing that I would say to that is if you don't know Holy Spirit as a person, that's probably one of the first things you should do as a believer after you're baptized, after you repent of your sins, after you can confess um, your public declaration and a multitude of people that you have 
chosen to follow Christ, or maybe you've just done it on your own. Maybe you're in your closet and you're in, and the Lord touches your heart and, you know, you're in your prayer closet and, you know, he, he, he alludes to you to give your life to him and you do so. And so that's fine too, but tell somebody about Jesus. If you've received him as King, you need to tell somebody about him and ask for the Holy spirit to lead guide, protect your thoughts and become your best friend. That's what I did. I just asked Holy spirit. Once I figured out that there is such thing as Holy spirit, um, I asked him to be my best friend and to reveal thing to me, reveal God's nature, reveal God's goodness, reveal God's wisdom. And you know what? He does. He did and he does and he continues to. And so I want to read to you real quick from Ephesians 3, and we're going to break this down a little bit tonight. This is the purpose of the mystery. Ephesians 3, chapter 10. To the intent that now the manifold wisdom of God might be made known by the church to the principles and powers excuse me, to the principalities and powers in heavenly places. What, what does that mean? I'm glad you asked. It means, church, that uh, God's mystery of grace, the mystery of God's grace, the mystery of God, the kingdom of God, um, which was not previously understood in uh, recent or ancient times, but has become known now and had become more clear with the coming of Christ. So we have this, we have this provision through Jesus that he gives us the understanding of God's mysteries, right? Uh, the, his manifold wisdom, his multifaceted wisdom is to be displayed, um, excuse me, to the angelic beings by members of the church. That's crazy to me. So the things that God wants to put on display through human beings, angels are actually learning from us. Come on, somebody. Angels, the angelic realm, the, the, the realm of principalities are actually learning from believers in Christ Jesus. Come on, somebody. That's why the word says to don't, um, don't forget to entertain. Don't forget to take care of strangers for some have entertained angels without even knowing it. So these are the things that we need to lock away in our heart of hearts toward the Lord. He gives us mysteries. He gives us understanding of those mysteries. He gives us wisdom to discern those things. And he also allows us to teach. His created beings being angels. Wow, 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 wow. They watch his grace working through us as his people. So what are we talking about here tonight? Why are we going here, Scott? What's, what's the big deal about God's manifold wisdom? Well, if that didn't light your fire, what I just read to you, then your wood is wet and you need to pay attention because there is so much more that God wants to reveal to us. And he does it through his word. He does it through people. He does it through complete strangers. He gives us this understanding as his body, as the church in this hour to be able to preach, teach, prophesy, proclaim, declare, decree, all these things that he is doing in this hour so that the church may become completely unified and completely unstoppable and that we can take the gospel and we can trample over the gates of hell and on snakes and scorpions and not be bitten. Come on, somebody. God's manifold wisdom really truly unlocks the nature that we were called to walk in as Christians, as believers. His wisdom inside of us, his declarations over us gives us this ability to walk in such a way that we are ministering to angels. It says that they're ministering to us, they're ministering spirits to us, but we're actually teaching them about God's grace by the way we navigate our lives. Ooh, that's a mouthful, right? But I want you to think about what God has entrusted to you. And uh, I wanted to go into this a uh, little bit deeper, a little bit more personal tonight. 
as to the season that some of you may be in, if your life is perfect right now and your ministry is booming and everything's in perfection and you don't need any help, you can scroll on past this podcast tonight because this episode is not necessarily for you. I'm talking to those people who are struggling right now. I'm talking to those people. I wish I was talking to somebody who was going through something right now. I wish I was talking to somebody who's experienced loss right now. I wish I was talking to somebody who who needs God's grace right now. I wish I was talking to somebody who, who needs God's mercy right now. I wish I was talking to somebody who's waiting on the manifestation of their miracle in their lives that was prophesied and preached over them. I wish I was talking to somebody like that tonight. Is there anybody on here that I'm talking to about those things tonight? Because I believe that there are people, peculiar people that are going to be listening, watching, hearing this podcast, that are you are in a season right now that you've never been in your life. Things have never been harder. They've, you've never felt more desolate. You've never felt more alone. You've never felt probably even further away from God than you do right now. But yet you see his tangible hand, his manifold wisdom working in your life. You see little snippets of it day by day by day. And that's all God's asking you to walk in is that faith that's as small as a mustard seed to be able to move that mountain that's in front of you. Because I'm telling you, in this next season, he's going to need generals in the faith. He needs, he needs us to be walking in our true, in-depth, faithful calling, chasing Jesus Christ with a heart abandoned. It's no more mundane put in my hour and a half on Sunday Christianity. God is opening up this veil that he was, he's challenging us to walk in in this season so that we become more like what the world needs to see, more like Jesus Christ, more like the manifold wisdom of God in Christ Jesus. And the grace that will exceed you is going to be crazy. There's going to be places God's going to send you. He's going to take you that you aren't qualified to go, that you never thought you would be. And he's going to give you every tool needed to be able to do that because he is full of wisdom. He is wisdom. When the Bible speaks about wisdom, it's talking about God, okay? God is full of wisdom, and he does not need um, anything outside of that realm, okay? He is, he is full of wisdom. He needs our participation is what he needs because he's already given us everything needed to walk with the authority as kings and queens, as sons and daughters in the kingdom of heaven. Amen? Amen. So what is your position in this hour? Your position in this hour is to take what God has given you, the wisdom that he's given you in this hour, and to apply it in the world in which you would live. I don't care if it's at work. I don't care if it's at your church. I don't care if it's at your home. God has equipped you to do the things that he's called you to do. Let me say that again. God has equipped you to do the things that he's called you to do. And your equipping is sometimes a process, okay? These seasons, these desolate seasons, these valley seasons, these wilderness seasons are the seasons that build you for God's purpose. It doesn't happen on the mountaintop. Anybody can feel great on the mountaintop. Anybody can do wild, wild works of ministry on the mountaintop. It's those who have set... In silence, those who have set in the desolate places, those who have set in the desert and in the wilderness and learned, intently learned. How many of you know that that process that Jesus went through in the wilderness was an intentional process of learning? He was 100% man, right? He had to learn some things. He had to be taught, my goodness, his youth, he had to be taught probably how to eat, how to stick a, you know, a spoon to his mouth, how to eat, how to, how to, you know, how to bathe, how to do all these things. And so why would he not as a man still be learning. 
it says in the Bible that, that Christ grew in stature with God and with man. So he was continually growing in the stature of God. And so we must do that as men as well and women. And so this call to your life, this call that's been, that's been spoken over your life is going to take the manifold wisdom of God, and it's multifaceted. And one of the things that I'm, I'm glad Holy Spirit reminded me of this just now, one of the things that God has showed me about this multifaceted wisdom of God is that it's, 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 it's a piece of ours as well. He shares this wisdom with us. He shares uh, this proclamation, this prophetic utter, utterances, this prophetic vision with us through his wisdom. And how I came to that um, conclusion was I was thinking about the multifaceted wisdom of God. And what the Holy Spirit shared with me is, Scott, I'm not, I am not one-dimensional. I don't call you to be one-dimensional. Woo! That really spoke to my heart as I was praying one day about the multifaceted wisdom of God. I was like, God, what does it mean? And God showed me clearly in through the Holy Spirit speaking to me was, Scott, I'm not one-dimensional. I don't want you to be one-dimensional. I don't want you to just be a preacher. I don't want you to just be a father. I don't want you to just be a husband. I don't want you to just be a worker in you know the, the community. I am multifaceted, and I have faceted you to have more tools than, than some of the ones that you're just currently working with. So this may not be your forever. Where you're at right now, guys, may not be your ever. God is building you for something far greater, far bigger, far more eternal. And he's challenging you to grow with him as he gives us this wisdom and understanding. That's why the Bible says in all knowledge, get understanding. In all, in all knowledge, get understanding. That equals wisdom. And it's, it's the understanding that God always has more for us, okay? He doesn't just give us a blueprint and say, okay, go figure it out yourselves. He actually walks with us through it, teaches us things through his spirit, gives us understanding, gives us insight, okay? Gives us wisdom, gives us knowledge, gives us understanding. Come on, somebody. I'm preaching tonight, but I'm teaching a little bit. And so when we walk in this multifaceted wisdom and, and God shares this with us, okay, shares this understanding of life's principles and life's structure, that, that's the whole reason that we have the Bible is because God knew that we were going to need activation. We were going to need to, to figure out how to activate these things. And so he shares the word of God with us. The word is what? Alive and active. And so we become alive and active active once the word of God gets inside of us. Now there's no other place for it to go, but out of us. And so as we walk in the values and the principles of Christ Jesus, we become vessels. Come on. We become vessels for his love, become vessels for his wisdom. You ever give somebody, uh, somebody come up to you and give you like a word and you're like, wow, that's a revelation from God. Well, Peter himself did that to Jesus. When Jesus said, who do people say that I am? They all rattle off a couple things. You know, you're Elijah, the prophet of old. You're, you know, you're, you're this, you're that. You're a prophet of old. And pieces, you know, you're, you're the Messiah. And Jesus says, wow, that revelation came from God himself. Nobody could have taught you that. And so this is what I'm talking about. The importance of staying close to the vine and staying close to the word of God, that it becomes so alive and so active within you that wisdom pours out of you. And, and here's the beauty about God. He loves to take things the world discards and, and exalt them. Here's an example. The Bible says that um, um, they were uneducated men, but yet they could tell, these people could tell that they had been with Jesus. So the wisdom of God was pouring out of them because that is nothing that they could have come up with on their own. They couldn't have studied some book and figured it out. Guys, the Bible wasn't written yet, by the way, you know, at least not the New Testament. And so what, what, what would happen was these people would see the, the, the fruit of these people being with Jesus and they would go, wow, those people are actually kind of stupid. 
you know, according to cultural standards, but that we can tell we they'd been with this Jesus guy. We can tell that they had spent time with Jesus. And that's what I want on my tombstone, by the way. I said this years ago. Uh, when I pass, I want I want this to I want it to say we could tell that he had been with Jesus. That's it. Yes, great father. Yes, great husband. Yes, whatever. But we could tell that he had been with Jesus. And so that's what the wisdom of God does. Guys, because I'm gonna tell you right now, like part of my testimony is, you know, flunking out of college, not doing what I'm what I was supposed to do, getting caught in the bottle, being, you know, promiscuous, doing all these things considered to be, you know, stupid by worldly standards, you know, or, or by standards at all. Um, all these things that I was that I was into, you know, intellectually not not keeping up with anyone really um, being a failure when it comes to a report card and all these things. But God chose to use me because I was I'm submitted to him. And that's all it takes is just submission to God. That's the first step of becoming one with him is denying yourself and submitting to him, submitting to his will for your life. And they'll take you places that you could never get on your own. Hallelujah. And so that's part of God's wisdom is he sees far beyond what I can see. He knows what's around the corner. Excuse me. He knows my life from the beginning to the end. You know, I only see what's what's in front of me unless he chooses to give me, a, you know, a vision or a word or or whatever. But he sees it all. And so that's really what I wanted to talk about tonight, guys, was to encourage you to stay up with God's vision for your life. Continue to to seek after the wisdom of God. Go read Proverbs. Go read what wisdom is. Go read what it looks like to be wise, um, what what the Bible, the biblical nature of wisdom is. What does it look like? Um, what does it feel like? What does it act like? If any of you lacks wisdom, James 1.5 says what? You should ask God. Because what? Because he gives generously to all without even finding fault. So he's not hanging over your head this, well, if you would have done this two days ago, I'd probably give you a little more vision. No, or wisdom. He said, no, I will give it to you without even finding fault. Okay, it's the importance of reminding us. Sorry, I had to pop my neck. Of of asking God to show us His point of view, because when I can have God's point of view, then I can see what He wants for my life. If it's constantly about me and about my view, then I'm missing it because His thoughts are not my thoughts, His ways are not my ways. So when I ask Him for His wisdom, guess what He does? He gives me his wisdom. Come on, somebody, let's teach tonight. I want to talk about four types of wisdom while we're on it, okay? Earthly wisdom, intellectual wisdom, devilish wisdom, and the wisdom from above. That's the four types of wisdom, okay? Um, that's just four that are noted here in um, <clears throat> this doctor's kind of explanation. But James 3, 15 through 17 is kind of where we get this. Let me grab my Bible really quick. manifold wisdom of god I'm just gonna make up a song as we go here hebrews and james let's look at this together tonight james 3 15 through 17 thank you jesus for your word wisdom is on the brain tonight those those who uh don't tend to be very wise in the books um i just lean on god's wisdom because i don't have a lot of it of my own just to be real honest with you i just try to lean on his and whatever he wants to share with me i'm ready and available to receive it. James 3, 15. Heavenly versus demonic wisdom. <clears throat> Verse 15, right here. 
This wisdom does not descend from above, but is earthly, sensual, and demonic. For where envy and self-seeking exist, confusion and every evil thing are there. But the wisdom that is from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, willing to yield, full of mercy and good fruits, without partiality and without hypocrisy. Boom. Now the fruit of righteousness is sown in peace by those who make peace. That talks about earthly wisdom, intellectual wisdom, devilish wisdom, and the wisdom from above. Who is wise understanding you? Let him show by good conduct that his works are done in the meekness of wisdom. But if you have bitter envy and self-seeking in your heart, do not boast and lie against the truth. The truth is Christ. And if you try to defute that or refuse that, diffuse that or refute that, then you're going to be made a fool. Okay. Mockery of Jesus is not a fun sin. Don't mess with it. So the main characteristics of godly wisdom is that they're pure, they're meaningful, they're free from defilement and bitterness and envy and selfish behavior. They're peaceable. They're describing a spirit of tranquility and calmness. It does not suggest compromising truth just for the sake of peace, but would promote a falsehood. In addition, godly wisdom is undivided. Come on, somebody. You ever have those people in your life that are just like, they think that they're, they're holier than thou. They're, they know more than you. They're more wisdom. They're, they're, they're more wisdom oriented than you, but yet they're always in a place of like division. And if it's not their way, then it's the wrong way. All right. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on that. You know who I'm talking about. <laughs> There's a lot of people like that. Um, and if we're honest, we've all probably been there. So it's without hypocrisy or wavering, and it's consistent. True wisdom is sincere and unpretentious. Wisdom is the wisdom from above is the wisdom that God downloads to you to get the job done that He's called you to do. Amen. Um, but the main characteristic of godly wisdom is that it's pure. You want to see a pure, unadulterated heart of a person, then they probably are carrying great wisdom. And that's where you need to seek your counsel from those types of people. Okay. Felt good to talk about wisdom tonight. And we could go on and on and on about that, guys. There is so, there's so much of it out there and there's so much of it in the, in the Bible. And so we must be seeking these things. We must be seeking and asking God daily, God, give me your wisdom. Give me your understanding on this. Give me your truth on this. I know that this looks like this, but I need to hear from you. And that place is a place that is always going to keep you in great one accord with the great creator is constantly praying, I need your guidance on this. I need your wisdom on this. I need your understanding on this. Shorter episode tonight, but uh, it was just on my heart, man. I love you guys so much. Um, don't forget to, to subscribe to the channel. Rate, rate, watch, subscribe, review, send me an email, whatever you need to do. Watch the YouTube videos. Watch for those coming out as well. Um, we're going to try to ramp up some things in the next season, depending on, again, the schedule. So uh, don't get mad when I take a few weeks off. I need rest too. I love you guys. Praying for all of you. Matter of fact, let's do that right now. Holy Spirit, I just thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your faithfulness to just get on here with us and be a part, uh, be the part of what we're doing. Help, help us, God, to continue to fan into flame the gifts that you've given us. All the gifts from head to toe, God, that you've allowed us to partake in, and especially the gift of Christ Jesus, who is our eternal flame. He is the one who is constantly 
wooing us into his presence and giving us greater understanding and greater wisdom of his love toward us. We love you, Jesus. We thank you. I praise you, God. I thank you for all these people that will come on here and listen. I thank you for them. And I just ask that you would bless them and keep them. God, continue to make your face shine upon them. It is in your name we pray all these things. Amen. Amen. Love you guys. We'll be in touch. Have a great, great, great week, minute, day, month, year. We'll see you soon. Peace.